Welcome to another episode of In Foul Territory. I am your host, CJ. Next to me is my co-host, Derek. It is Thursday, September 10th, 2020. Today is an action-packed day, not just for baseball, but for sports. Sports in general. Um, I believe today I saw this stat. It is the first day in the history of forever that on the same day there is NBA, NHL, NFL, MLB, uh, MLS, WNBA, and... um, NFL? Did you say NFL? I think I said MLB. MLB. I think I said them all. Those all play like on the six. same day. Yeah, that's never happened ever. Mm-hmm. And today, because of Corona and the weird scheduling that there is for uh, for for baseball, for basketball, for everything, we're all playing on the same day, and it is a beautiful day. COVID has its perks sometimes. It one does. of the perks is six sports in one day. You know, I mean, I you got to feel bad, though, for, for the ratings that the WNBA is going to get today. They never get viewership anyways. But with, when they have to compete against five other sports, who's going to be tuning it's in gonna be about to watch the... <laughs> I don't even know the names. The Connecticut but, Sun to play the uh, the Phoenix Mercury. Yeah, like who... There's going to be about 12 people. Yeah, probably a solid On 12. ESPN News. Yeah. Or like ESPN Deportes. <laughs> yeah, there's gonna no, be a, a solid twelve. Like people. MLS, WNBA, even like NHL, they're probably not getting shit. They're not getting not not in America. Nope. Not NFL, NFL, NFL's ratings today are probably gonna be through the fucking yeah. Roof. You have had no sports and no NFL for so long. Yeah, people are gonna love it. Yeah, it's gonna go football on top, then NBA, then baseball. And NHL falls in there. Some people are going to be watching. I, yeah. And then you and go. Then like MLS and WNBA and then like poker. Maybe poker above like WNBA. Yeah, I'd probably put poker above WNBA at that Maybe point. even MLS. I don't know. Yeah. Depends on what the games look like today. Yeah. But uh, for our viewers out there, I uh, hope you enjoyed our little switch up of the theme song true. today. Um, a classic, to it's, say the least. It's a classic. And every time I hear the song... I always think of J.D. Martinez because yeah. it was his walk-up song with the Tigers and still is his walk-up song with the Red yeah. Sox. He's had that for like seven years now. At least, yeah. And I, I just love, like like you're saying, um, like songs like that, they get like associated with, with the people that use them. Yep. Um, like J.D. with Hustlin' and then you got Mariano with the classic Enter Sandman. If you're mm-hmm. a Yankees fan or even just a baseball fan in general, yeah. you can never think of that song and not think of Mariano. Oh, yeah. Just every time. Every time that song comes on, I just picture Mariano coming out of the bullpen. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's fucking beautiful coming out of the tunnel. Yeah. I love it. It's like those guys, they're, they're WWE theme songs. It's yeah. Like, it's just associated with that like, person. Enter Sandman and Mariano is like John Cena and his, his yeah. theme, you know, his walkout song. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just intertwined yeah it just becomes who that person is exactly their personality yeah is that song yeah um busy week in baseball pitchers were put on notice that their jobs aren't important because Mm -hmm. uh people are scoring some insane amount of runs yeah 
Um, started with the Tigers yesterday. Uh, got shafted by the Brewers. <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> Nineteen to nothing. Yeah. Nineteen to nothing. Yeah. Friggin' they they brought Travis Demerit into pitch. Gave up like <laughs> six runs <laughs> or four runs or something like that. Oh, the Tigers! It was a shit show. I don't even. I think who started that game? Was it Fulmer? I couldn't somebody tell you. started it, and they clearly did not finish it. No, at nineteen to nothing, but um, that that score is is trumped by by one other score that happened around the league uh, just last night. The Atlanta Braves absolutely slaughtered the Miami Marlins to the tune of 29 runs. Now, if you didn't already know, 29 runs is now the National League record for the most runs scored in a game. But that's only, I guess you could call it, like the recorded history because technically uh, the National League record goes, and the MLB record, goes Mm -hmm. to the Chicago Colts. Yep. In 1897, they scored 36 runs in a game. So that's technically the record, but right now in like this live ball era since you know stuff has been recorded. Since like 1900, yeah. Yeah, it's now the record. The only current team that beats that was uh, the Texas Rangers. In 2007, they scored 30. So that, that's pretty remarkable that uh that that happened last night there's a crazy stat about that is mark or nick markakis was a player in both those games (laughs) i i heard that one which is funny and um the Braves scored 29 uh in 2019 the atlanta falcons had 13 games where they didn't score 29 oh 20 13 games. 13? They had three games where they scored more than 29. And that's a football. They scored six points plus the extra point every yeah. time they score. They're like, the, the Braves put up a football score last night. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> oh my God, that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. The, for the Falcons. For the Tigers, allowing 19, the Lions had six games where they didn't score 19. Wow. So interesting. Um, Also, another interesting thing about this Braves game. So, last night, Adam Duvall Mm -hmm. had nine RBIs. So, a quick little fun fact for for you and for all of our Mm -hmm. audience here. Adam Duvall is the first Braves player to score nine or more RBIs, or to have nine or more RBIs, since 1966, when a fellow named Tony Cloninger did it in a game. Now, here's the kicker. About this one, right? Tony Cloninger was the starting pitcher of this game who tossed a complete game and hit two grand slams. Talk about a guy that does it all. He put the team on his back. Yeah. That's insane. Two grand slams. Two grand slams. And a complete game. Nine RBIs. And I, I saw another thing about it. It was like that game included... Guys like Hank Aaron played in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, oh gosh, the other names is probably me. Um, big one. Oh jeez, Eddie Matthews. Yep, he was in it. And then there was a guy on the other team. Gosh, now I'm upset because now I can't think of it. Um, but yeah, there are some some notable Hall of Famers playing mm-hmm. in that game. Um, but, but Tony Cloninger cool. stole the show. Yep, he definitely stole the show. He shone or shined. I don't know what the shine that is. Shine. Shine. Yeah, I don't know why I said shone. Well, let's edit that out. No. 
not going to do that. No, we're definitely not going to do that. It's crazy how there's teams that can't score nine runs or can't hit grand slams and can't even get complete games, but that guy did. Mm-hmm. All three. Literally all three in the exact <laughs> same game. And, uh, something that was funny that I seen on Twitter, um, we were talking about it last week, how amazing that uh, MLB Twitter can be. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a thing on, on the Miami Marlins Twitter. Um, the MLB uh, messaged them after their beat down of 29 to 9 they're like are you guys okay <laughs> the marlins were like no <laughs> <laughs> like okay just checking yeah. and it, just shit like that it's just so funny it's great and like the tigers the tigers like text them like sorry like it's okay you want to talk <laughs> about it not really <laughs> gosh i did the interactions between the teams on social media is very fun i yeah. love it i think baseball is winning twitter in yeah. terms of like sports pages and stuff, mm-hmm. baseball's definitely out in front. Baseball's great at it. Yeah. They uh I don't notice it much from like NHL or like NBA. I don't really mm-hmm. see it at all. NFL teams a little bit. Yeah. I think MLB though, they they MLB, have they have the standard right now. They got they got good social media people. I love yeah. it. Um let's see, probably jump into the standings. Yeah, we can jump into some And standings. then weekly awards and May do a little weekly prediction and then get out of here. Yeah. So start out with Al East. Al Go East. ahead. So we got in first place, still standing strong. We got the Tampa Bay Rays. They're mm-hmm. twenty eight and fifteen. Uh, they're not, you know, they're 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 warm. They're not mm-hmm. hot. One six of their last ten. Um, they're they're four games up on second place, which that's Toronto, twenty four and nineteen. Uh, they're also kind of same page, six and four in their last ten. Um, playing good baseball though. And this is the one that I want to talk about real quick. In third place, the New York Yankees. They're kind of uh, they're kind of slipping and sliding here. Uh, twenty two and twenty one. Only won three of their last ten. I want to get your take on the Yankees. Let me let me get some inside information here. I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it. I want to talk about it. I do. And Listen, the people want to hear you talk about they it. They stink. Uh they can't the Yankees over this last like 20 game stretch where they're like 5 and 15. Uh they do this great thing where they can only get 2 out of 3. So they either get great pitching and great offense and a terrible bullpen or they get great offense and a great bullpen and terrible starting pitching, or they get a great starting pitcher, great bullpen, and no offense. Mm-hmm. And that's how it is every single game. <laughs> that's how, And that's why we lose every single game, because they stink. They can't do all three. They just can't play but, quality baseball all the way around. The lineup is so bad. The starting pitching actually has been pretty great, except for a couple bad starts here and there. But the bullpen has been atrocious. And that was something that going into the season, that was your strong suit. We had a great rotation, a great lineup, and a great bullpen. And now we have none of those three. <laughs> none. I don't know what the fuck happened. But they're bad. They, uh, they're they so bad that Brian Cashman had to come down and talk to them, give them a pregame speech, which is like not what a GM is supposed to do. Right. But he had to do it because they're so fucking awful that you can't do anything else. They fucking stink. I mean, uh, at this point, I'm just rooting for them to not make the playoffs because 
they suck. Yeah. They're not. They don't deserve it. They really don't. They really don't. Until they can be healthy and um, show that they're actually good, they really don't Mm -hmm. deserve to be there. Right. It's a 60 game season. It's a fucking. It's Mm -hmm. a meaningless season anyway. Yeah. uh, On the topic that we were just talking about, about uh, scoring a bunch of runs, what the hell happened the other day? A 10 run inning against Toronto? What happened? Uh, Adam Adovino happened. <laughs> uh, you know, we're in 6-2, 7-2, whatever, something like that. And Chad Green walked the bases loaded, and then they scored a run, and they yanked Chad Green out and brought in Adovino. And there was a two-run single, and then a two-run single, and then, like, an ar- a sack fly, and then there was a grand slam. <laughs> and then it was 12-7 to instead of 7-2, to and we lost 12-7. to you know, I think we do need to change topics because I can just hear the pain in your voice when you're talking about this. You sound so sad. It hurts. And just heartbroken. Because <laughs> they fucking stink. Oh. I don't know what to say other than they fucking stink. They do. I don't know. Uh, for the other people in this division, Boston, South the Bottom, we don't got shit to say about Boston. They, they suck. Stink. They They're can tanking. stay sucking. They're tanking for... Tomorrow rocker. That guy. And Baltimore, they're they're kinda hanging around. I think uh they're one spot out of the wild card. I think they'd be third. Um so they're gonna need to turn it on if they want to potentially get one of those spots. Um but moving on to the central, we've got quite an interesting three horse race here. Mm-hmm. Um last week I believe uh Cleveland was sitting on top. Uh but now coming into this week, we got Chicago. They took it over, they got a one game lead. On both Cleveland and Minnesota, they're sitting up there 27-16, and 16, won seven of their last ten. That team, for the last couple weeks, has just been on fire, getting amazing performances uh, uh, by Jose Abreu mm-hmm. among the rest of the guys, but he's, he's like the, the spotlight. Um, and Cleveland's interesting because uh, they just recently obviously traded Clevenger, um, but yet here they still sit. That was something... Um, that was a topic of a lot of controversy. Yep. Um, trading away one of the best pitchers in your rotation when you're competing for potentially World Series. But I know you had an interesting theory about that. I I like it. I it's weird, but I like it because like it's something that I would like to see more teams do. Because like they're still good, but they also didn't want to buy, so they just sold, you know, whoever they wanted. So mm-hmm. they sold Clevenger, and they brought in six guys. Like, I would have rather them see, like, trade away Lindor because he's not coming back. And right. Clevenger already had, you know, two years left mm-hmm. of team control. But it's interesting because they can go out there and they can win the World Series maybe and then still have a stacked farm system to right. back it up. Mm-hmm. Like, all those guys are just going to keep coming up. And they only had Clevenger for two more years. Yeah. Like... Why not turn him into two people? Mm-hmm. Like, so they're staying good with what they have, but they're also building at the same time. Exactly. It's like rebuilding, but being a winning team. Yeah, it's almost like that, that phrase. It's like you take, uh, what is it, one step, or wait a minute, hold on, I'm messing this up. One two step, step one, one, it's one step forward, two steps back, okay. but they're it's doing like the, that, opposite. the opposite. That's what I'm trying yeah. to get out of my mouth. 
Yeah. Yes. They're taking a hit now so they can be better later. Yes. That's, yep. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say here. You got it. <laughs> Thank you. You figured it out. I did. We got there. A little fumble on all the words. Just maybe. a little bit. Yeah, a little cancer in the mouth. That's all mm-hmm. right. Um, and then the rest of the division, we already kind of hit on the Tigers. They're just awful. Tigers just there. They're just there. We don't like them anymore. Royals are in um, the cellar. Yep, they're, they're in the cellar. Out. They're with Boston. Just get them out of here. Yeah. Moving to the West, uh, we got the A's. They've taken a bit of a stranglehold here. Taking a big stride. Yep, they are 26-15, and five and a half ahead of Houston. Um, In the last 10, they're not lighting the world on fire or anything. Mm. They're five and five, so playing pretty even baseball at the moment. Um, ESPN has them right now, 100% chance making the playoffs, which that's going to happen. Um, Other than Houston, there's no one that's competing. Mm -hmm. Um, Houston is playing 500. They're 22 and 22. They're they're uh, pretty cold right now. Uh, yeah. Only won three of their last ten. And then Seattle, um, you know, they're not out of it, but they're not really in it. They're either. hanging out. Yeah, they're hanging on. They're hanging a out. Bit. Um, they're 19 and 24. Uh, won six of the last four, so they're playing above 500 in their last ten, so that's mm-hmm. good. That's good for them. Um, I think right now they're fourth. For wild card, so they'd have yep. to pass Baltimore and then New York, who's yeah. sitting in second in the wild card right mm-hmm. now. Um, but they, and you know, the Mariners, who's to say they can't make it? The, the Mariners. Mariners are a team that loves to have incredible hot stretches. Yeah. So all it's going to take over this next like 15 games is just win 10 or 11 of those. Yeah. The Mariners sneak in. The Mariners either go 10 and 0 or they go like 2 and 8. Yeah. In a, any given like 10 games. Mm-hmm. There's no in between for them. Yeah. So if they did like go on a ten game winning streak, I guess they could. They could, they could really do it, but it's gonna be hard. I know that. Yeah, um, it'd be interesting to see though. But uh, staying on the topic of that, real quick, it's official as of this week. Nobody is gonna have twelve wins. Whatever. <laughs> Everyone's gonna be over. You predicted the Mariners to be twelve and forty eight. I haven't forgotten. Whatever. No one's that bad. Whatever. I told you nobody would be. Listen, it's a fucking 60-game season. I figured somebody would be absolutely horrific. So why not throw out 12? Yeah, I, you know. I figured somebody would have absolute dog shit. <laughs> it would have been nice to see, and I was, I was like, low-key hoping for it. Like, I wanted to see someone just go out there and be 8-52 and 52 and just... Mm-hmm shit the absolute bed and then change the sheets and then shit them again. Yeah. That'd have been great. But, you know, it is what it is. No one's super bad. I mean, minus like Pittsburgh and Arizona. They're just in a class of their own. Yeah. Bad. Um, but then uh, going back to the West still, you got LA and Texas down at the bottom. They're in the cellar with Kansas City and Boston. They they're, suck. Yeah, they're just there. They stink. We're not even going to talk about them. Um, moving over to the National League for these mm-hmm. standings. Uh, we'll start in the East. What do we got for the East? Well, you got Atlanta in first. They're playing good ball. But you also have the surging Phillies right behind them. They're only two games back. They've been hot. Won nine of the last ten last week when we did our um, podcast. And then mm-hmm. they're seven, they've won seven of the last ten this week. Uh, then you have Miami hanging out 19-19. Uh, they're in a wild card spot right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're just kind of chilling, playing decent baseball. And then you got the Mets are twenty and twenty four. Washington <laughs> Nationals are sixteen and twenty five. Yeah, they're just 
They they're baseball teams. <laughs> yeah, they're just baseball teams. They're baseball There's teams. Nothing else to say about it. They play major league baseball. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> sort of. They're kind of like a AAA affiliate at this point. They just they're hanging around. They're yeah. sitting in the waiting room. Mm-hmm. They're just chilling. Now, one thing. There's a couple things that I wanted to mention uh, about this division, but first we're going to start with the Manly Marlins. Yeah. If you've taken a bit of a deeper dive, looked at the standings for these Marlins, they're 19 and 19, which isn't great, but it's not bad either. Mm-hmm. But if you look a little bit deeper, their home record is 2 and 9. And they have 19 wins. 17 of their 19 wins have come on the road. Mm hmm. And that has a lot to do with the corona that happened and, you know, they, they can't really play a lot of home games with the scheduling yeah. and how it all worked out. But still, 17 road wins of 19 games played. That's, like, it's pretty impressive. They have more wins on the road than they have played games at home. Yeah. <laughs> like, for them to have to deal with what they have and had mm-hmm. to play 27 games on the road and for them to be 500, yeah, that's pretty good. Oh yeah, they're not they're not bad. No, but they're it's just weird. They're they're a weird team. Yeah, that's really not that bad. But mm-hmm. they're weird. They're kind of confusing. But it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, I I personally would love to see them in the playoffs. Yeah, just, you know, mm-hmm. they went out and they bought at the deadline. Well, they bought and sold at the same time. It was kind of interesting. Yeah. But they went and got Starling Marte, mm-hmm. and then he comes in and he homers his first at-bat, and it's like, oh, you know, Miami Marte, like, it's yeah. a new thing, and, you know. Um, but they're they're an exciting team, honestly. Mm-hmm. I like them. Um, another thing I wanted to talk about, about this division, is the Sewer Rats. <laughs> they decided they wanted to go out and buy at the deadline because they thought they could compete and guys like Todd, the Godfather, Todd Frazier, yeah, Robinson Chirinos, and then some other dude that I can't remember his name. Yeah, like Miguel Castro. Yeah, and what the hell's it done for him? Nothing. No, I think they might be worse. Yeah, I think they were sitting that's in like a, third. That's not even like buying at the deadline. That's just like, that's just three bad players that you brought in for no reason. Yeah, like I think they wanted to think of it as buying. Yeah, and that was their idea of buying, but it didn't work out at all. Mm-hmm. Because they're they're just worse. They're twenty and twenty four. They really don't have a chance at the playoffs. No, they're I bad. Like. They're a bad team. Yeah, they're <laughs> not good. No, nope. I've been saying this for years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're the last time they were really good was like twenty fifteen. Yeah, like, and that was when they choked year. the World Series. Yeah, they choked fucking hard. Yeah, too. nice throw, Lucas Duda. They really could have won that World Series. That's what's crazy. Yeah, they could have. They could have. That was like the pivotal moment when Duda made that. It would have went Bad to Game throw. 7 if he didn't do that. Yeah, and then who knows what would happen after exactly. that. Exactly. You um, put my, Matt Harvey, the Dark Knight, on the mound for Game 7? The Dark Knight rises. Oh, my Matt God. Matt Harvey. Um, and then last thing about that division, uh, we got the Nationals, the World Series defending champions. Mm-hmm. Um, they are 16-25, one of the worst teams in baseball right now. They yep. have uh, won only four of their last ten. That team right now... Strasburg's hurt. Scherzer's not having a good season. The rest of the rotation is just doo-doo with mm-hmm. Annabelle and Joe Ross and Patrick the garbage Corbin. squad. Yeah, yeah. That, he's been good. He's been good. Um, then in their lineup, it's just Juan Soto, Trey Turner, and that's it. Yeah. I think Victor Robles mm-hmm. has actually been doing good, too. I think. But, I'm not sure. Uh, other than that, they don't have shit. Mm-mm. They stink. <laughs> They're going to get a good draft pick, though, which that'll do good for them. Coming off yeah. the World Series, that'll be nice. Mm-hmm. But they still got a lot of work to do. 
um, to build that team back up. So moving on to the Central, um, it pains me to say, it really pains me to say, but this grip that the Chicago Cubs have been holding on the NL Central, it's starting to weaken, we're slipping, we're slipping off the handle, it's looking like we're gonna crash. We're, we're kind of we're getting a little drunk here. We're you know we're we're, we're driving drunk right now. What I tell you, we're teetering. What I tell you, you you did you know. But I, don't They're get me wrong. Bad. Don't get me wrong. This is still a playoff team. There's nobody else in the National League if they bump down to like second. Because even if they yeah. do bump into second place, that's still playoffs. They're still in the playoffs. And even if they bump down to third, They're probably the way that it's looking, it's still a wild card team. So. Yeah. Right now, they have ninety-seven point five percent chance to make the playoffs. They're making the playoffs, mm-hmm. but this grip that they've had, it's uh, they're they're slipping, and right behind them, hot on the track, St. Louis Cardinals. Mm-hmm. They're out for like two and a half weeks because of COVID, but uh, that hasn't stopped them. They're playing, they're playing just over five hundred baseball, eighteen and seventeen, but they're only two and a half games out. Mm-hmm. Even though you look at it, at first you're like, oh. Well, the Cubs have seven more wins, so they're way ahead, but no, they're not. Nope. No, they are not. Only two and a half games up. The Cardinals are hot on their tails. Then Milwaukee, they're four they're and a half back. They're there. I mean, possibly a wild card team. We'll see. They need to get hot. Yeah, they definitely need to get hot. Uh, I personally hope they don't. <laughs> but uh, Cincinnati's just there. Yeah, they're kind of in the same boat with... Uh, Milwaukee, they're kind of just there. I don't know. I have much less faith in Cincinnati making the playoffs than I do Milwaukee. Oh, absolutely. Um, and then bottom of the barrel, Pittsburgh. Nothing to say about they Pittsburgh. Don't they suck. Um, but you know, how we're just feel talking bad about... for if any Pirates fans that watch this podcast. <laughs> yeah, sorry to you guys, but your baseball team stinks right now, and There's that's nothing... okay. You're allowed to stink. It's, it's okay. Right. Uh, it's okay. You're from a stinky little town in Pittsburgh <laughs> with a stinky little. Baseball team? <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. Nothing to be ashamed of. Uh, also, real quick, I just wanted to touch on, too. The Cubs, for being a first-place team, have a terrible run differential. Oh, for yeah. being in first place, they're only ha- they only have a plus 13. Yep. No other first-place team has worse than a 33. A plus 33. Because mm-hmm. Tampa Bay then has the next, I guess you could say, worst for first yeah. place. is a plus 33. So they're they're slipping here, not looking too good. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm hoping we're going to be able to hang on and get the first place. Um, I'll just be happy with the playoff berth. Honestly, i just love to see them in playoff baseball. Yeah. So hopefully they can hang on, but uh, they need to tighten their grip a little bit because they're kind of losing it here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we move to the fun division, as I like to call it. we got the two fun divisions in the National League. That's the West, and the American League is the Central in yeah. terms of the competition that we got going on right now. We got the Los Angeles Dodgers. They're hanging out in first place. They're going to finish in first place. It's yeah. their division to lose, mm-hmm. and they won't. They're 32-12, and 12, playing absolutely nuts, ban- bananas baseball right now. Uh, eight of the last ten, they have won. They're ridiculous, 101. That's a plus 101 run mm-hmm. differential. Just absolutely god-tier. They are top That's notch. Insane. But uh don't forget down there in second place Slam Diego. Slam Diego Padres. They just hit another one the other day. I know. I believe. Um 
They're 28 and 17. Absolutely nothing to scoff at. They're the second best team in the National League, mm-hmm. mind you. Uh, they're four and a half back, which is crazy. Yeah. They're that far back, and they're that good. And they got a plus 68 run differential, or plus 65 yeah. run differential. They've won eight of their last 10. But the interesting one of this division. Now, I mean, obviously those two are interesting. But the one that you didn't expect to see, the snake in the grass. This is your this is your tiger sneaking around. He's lurking. He's hunting yeah. the prey. That's the San Francisco Giants. They're above five hundred right now. They're twenty three and twenty one. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought? Going into the season, everyone's like, Giants are at the bottom. Giants. Yeah. They don't have any pitchers. They don't have any hitters. They stink. Mm-hmm. This is a rebuild year. Get a good draft pick. And the Giants said, Oh hell no! They said the hell with that. They're competing. They're out here. They're on a five game winning streak of their own. They're on the Best winning streak right now in baseball with that five games. They're also 8-2 and two in their last 10. They're being carried by the likes Donovan Solano, Mike Yastrzemski, uh, Austin Slater, uh, Alex Dickerson. These guys, you're like, who the hell are these guys? Mm-hmm. But they're carrying the team. And you love to see it. I really love to see it. I love that all three of those teams are 8-2 in their yeah. last 10. They're just fucking because there's nothing you can do. Like if you're standing here, you're like, "Oh yeah, we're really catching up on them." We're like, no, the Dodgers are eight and two too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the the Giants, they just can't catch up either. They're nine mm-hmm. games back. They've won eight of their last ten. They're still nine games back. <laughs> it's like no one's gaining any ground here. Nobody but... can gain any ground because every team just keeps winning. Yeah. And it's just been so funny too to watch the Rockies. They went from first down to second, <laughs> from second down to third. And now third down to fourth, just absolutely so absolute roller coaster of a year. You know what? We're gonna a little oh. bit of a Colorado reference here. All the way, and then they went up the ski slope. Yeah, they started going up. Everyone's like, "Oh yeah, they got to the top of the mountain, eleven and three. It's like yeah. this is our year." And then they went right back down the Colorado mountain. They cr- they crashed off the ski lift and broke yeah. their fucking legs. <laughs> They're just chilling in the fucking snow, hoping for yeah. somebody to help them. Yeah, they're waiting. They're shooting off flares, hoping for rescue. They stink. They are it's awful. sad. They're twenty and twenty three. They're it's such so a, good. It's such a fun drop off in that league, yeah. or in that division rather. Three teams at the top, eight and two in their last ten, and then you got the Rockies, three and seven in their last ten, and then yeah. the god awful Diamondbacks, one and nine. Yeah, that's fucking terrible. <laughs> the Diamondbacks are already seventeen games back. That's, I don't even think anyone else is under. Or, or like I don't 10. think there's anybody that has. Uh, the Rangers, Rangers and Angels are 10.5 and, yeah. and 11.5. And, and then Boston oh, is Boston. 13.5. But 17. That's just how good the Dodgers are. The crazy thing with Arizona is they're still only seven games back of the wild card. <laughs> yeah. That's not even the worst in baseball. No. I think the Red Sox are the worst, 7.5. But that division is just so exciting. I, It's a fun one. I really want Slam Diego to go to the World Series so bad. <laughs> I want it. I, my dream matchup right now, I would love to see Slam Diego. And honestly, th- this one's going to surprise you. I'd love to see Slam Diego against the White Sox. It'd be a fun matchup. It'd be a fun one. It'd be a fun matchup. You know, you got, you got the White Sox, and then you got the small market Padres. It'd be kind of fun to see. I don't see anybody competing with the Dodgers. I don't either. That that was just a dream, you know, scenario. They knock them off or something, but... I'm still holding out hope for (laughs) Yankees-Dodgers some way, somehow. 
I don't care. Some way, somehow, it's going to happen. Uh, you know, I, I'm it's not, not counting them out. It's not good. I'm not counting them out, it's but not. I'm also not counting them in. It's not going to happen. At the same time. I'm, um, it, I don't know. Raise Dodgers. If I were a betting man, which I am, mm-hmm. <laughs> I would probably put a lot of money on the Rays because they probably have great odds. Yeah. The Rays going into it, I think right now, they're probably the favorite. Pro- I mean, like the White Sox... They're good. They are. I think if I if I, you told me, okay, Rays versus White Sox in the ALCS, I'm going Rays because I don't think the White Sox can put up with that pitching. Right. And I don't think the White Sox um, rotation and bullpen can compete with the Rays. Right. So I'd go Rays. Yeah, I think I probably would too at that point. Um, I think the second – I would probably go with Oakland. Oakland, I think it's right now it'd be Tampa and then Oakland number two and then the White Sox with the third third best chance to go to the World Series. Because mm-hmm. there's some good teams. Not like the NL. The NL, it's basically right. the Dodgers and Padres. Yeah, those are, maybe Atlanta slides in there. Maybe. Um, I don't see Chicago making a serious push. No. Like where anywhere near. Like mm-hmm. maybe they make it to the semis. Yeah, like the the, the ALC, uh, ALDS, ALC, uh, yeah, NLDS, those area, mm-hmm. maybe it'd be nice, maybe, but I don't think they're competing with any of those top three teams. It doesn't really look like it, no. no. But uh, I'm gonna switch things up for this episode. So now, real quick, mm-hmm. you always have me start. We're gonna talk about the players of the week. Oh. <laughs> this isn't a big switch up. I know you just gave me that look. I'm always starting. I'm going to start with you. What are your players of the week? There's a reason I start with you. That's because I need you to do it because I don't have anything written down. Well, that's quite unfortunate. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> So, my player of the week is a guy by the name of DJ... Stewart. No, not LeMayhew. DJ Stewart. DJ Stewart, before this week, had zero hits on the season until they played the Yankees. (laughs) (laughs) And in DJ Stewart's last six games, he has scored nine runs, has eight hits and 16 at-bats, with five bombs, seven RBIs, Five walks, batting five hundred with a six fifty two on base percentage and a fourteen thirty eight slugging. Wow! So the Yankees woke him up, <laughs> yeah, the and he just beast. went fucking nuts. So now, so that is my player of the week is DJ Stewart. They poked a sleeping bear. They poked a sleeping bear, and now DJ Stewart's come alive Put and the league on notice. He is. He's <laughs> he just came out of nowhere. And correct me Zero if I'm wrong, bits. wasn't DJ Stewart the uh, MLB The Show representative for the Orioles in that league they did? That was, um, no, that was, I can't think of his name. I thought it was DJ Stewart. I don't think it was. I think it was an outfielder. DJ Stewart? No, 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 no. <laughs> DJ Stewart is an outfielder. No, that, it was, fuck, hold on, I don't remember. Was it on there? No. Now I gotta look. <laughs> well, while you look, I'll just say my player of the week. Yeah. Um, so my player of the week was Freddie Freeman. 
mm-hmm. from the Atlanta Braves, obviously. Um, there was pretty much, there was like four different choices that you could choose from the Atlanta Braves. Like Ronald Cunha had a great week. Adam Duvall, obviously, with his nine RBIs. But I went Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman, this week, uh, hit 385, 10 for 26. He had three home runs. But here's the fun part. He had 16 RBIs. I think the next Ooh. best had nine, which was Duvall. 16! He only put the ball in play, or well, not necessarily in the play, but he only got 10 hits. But he made use of those. He had 16 RBIs for a one-week stretch. That's insane. Yeah. That's crazy. That's more than two RBIs a day, or per game, basically. Like, Freddie Freeman had an incredible week. Incredible week. Everybody on that team, mm-hmm. mind you, actually had an incredible week. Everybody was hit the ball. And now, too, they just got Ozzy Albies back. Because I think they just reinstated him the other day. Yeah. So, things are looking pretty good for the Braves. And that that's why I'm giving Freddie Freeman my player of the week. The Orioles representative was Don, Dominic, Dominic Smith Jr. Oh, well, Or is okay. it Dominic? I don't remember if it's Dominic Smith. I don't know. Dwight. Dwight Smith. Yes. Dwight Smith. Okay, you were right. Okay. Let's see, smart. Um, <laughs> my pitcher of the week is a guy that'll really make you feel the burn sometimes. Uh oh. And that is Corbin Burns. Corbin Burns made two starts this week. He went two and zero, had an ERA of zero, pitched thirteen innings. Allowed four hits, one run, zero earned, two walks, 18 strikeouts with a whip of .46 and an opponent average of .093. That is domination right there, folks. Absolute domination this week from Corbin Burns. Making his opponents feel the burn. What about you, sir? Well... I was actually thinking of giving it to the same guy, but because you're going to take him, I just, I can't stop talking about this guy. And I've probably given him like three, maybe four pitcher of the weeks already, but you come didn't on, do it people. again. I got to do it again. It's you, Darvish. Are you kidding me? Again? Again. There's no one else you can pick. He's the pitcher of the week again. Listen to this. 13 and a third innings pitch, 20 strikeouts, two quality starts. Yet again, he only got one of the wins because the Cubs blew it. Uh, he did give up four runs. Um, two of them were home runs. But this guy is just going out, and he's just on a mission. You can't tell me you Darvish isn't the best pitcher in the National League right now. You can't do it because he is. He's the front runner for the Cy Young, and it's not even close, let me tell you. You Darvish is having the season of seasons. You Darvish is going bonkers and I love it and I just gotta always talk about him because he just gets me so excited because he's so good and you Darvish is the he's the dark knight of the Chicago Cubs and I love him 20 strikeouts and 13 and a third you gotta love you Darvish he's my pitcher of the week once again I'll never stop talking about him because he's that good I love him that's my award winner that's fucking stupid. You're stupid. I know I'm stupid. You're the burn. Shut the fuck <laughs> up. Whatever. At least I'll pick a you Darvish every week because I'm a Cubs fan. Listen. Oh, you Darvish. You <laughs> the burn. You Darvish. 
He's going to win the Cy Young. Corbin Burns isn't even going to make an all-star team if there was one. What the whatever. Who gives a shit? All right, give me your fun award. My fun award is, I call this the Trash Man Award. (laughs) Because he's just taking up all the garbage on his team and eating it. (laughs) And it goes to Bobby Dahlbeck. Bobby Dahlbeck has played nine career games. He has 32 at-bats. He has scored six runs. He has eight hits. He has five home runs, eight RBIs, batting 250, 314 on base percentage, 1,033 OPS. An absolute team of garbage in the Boston Red Sox is just getting overshadowed by Bobby, Bobby Dahlbeck and his massive biceps hitting monster bombs over the monster. <laughs> He's the trash man, cleaning up all the garbage. I like that. Good old Bobby Dahlbeck coming in, Bobby collecting D- the trash. He's the trash man. <laughs> That should be his nickname. It should He's be. the trash man. Bobby the trash man Dahlbeck. He doesn't have one. His college is Arizona. There's no nickname. <laughs> oh, that's his nickname. We're get, we coined it right here. You heard it here first. Guess what Bobby Dahlbeck's middle name is? Uh, uh, Bernard. No. Okay. What is it? It was Vernon. Oh. Okay. But close. No, I wouldn't say close. I wouldn't say close. <laughs> Robert Vernon Dahlbeck, the trash oh. man. The trash man. Bobby Vernon. Okay, I like that. All right, so for my little fun player of the week, the Washington Nationals decided to do a little shopping uh, this past uh, last two weeks. They decided to do a little shopping. They didn't, they didn't go to the big superstore. They didn't go to Walmart. You know, they didn't go to Costco for the big names in the market. You know where they went shopping? They at? went to Kmart. No. Oh, even better yet, they, they went, went to, to Goodwill. The Salvation Army. <laughs> this is what I like to call the Salvation Army Value Award, and it goes to Brock Holt. Now the Nationals, they went shopping, and you know what? They looked at the board when they went in. They saw that the red tag deals were fifty percent off, and they said, "Let's find ourselves a red shirt guy," and they found Brock Holt. Now, Brock Holt, he's not going to knock your socks off with stats. He's not going to hit 20 home runs in a season. But so far, since they picked him up, he's got 12 hits and 25 at-bats, two doubles, two RBIs. He's only struck out three times. He hasn't hit any homers, but that's not what you're expecting expecting him to do. He's still coming. He's made an impact, got some hits for a lineup that needed it. They went shopping at the Salvation Army. They picked out a pretty good shirt, I'd say. You know, they can wear that shirt. They can insert in places. He can get you some hits. That's why we got Brock Holt as my Salvation Army value pick and award winner of the week. Brock Holt has more hits as a national than Gary Sanchez has this season. That's disgusting. <laughs> you know, Gary Sanchez is No, just, no. Listen, real quick. Let me, let, me just, let me just say this. Not again. Gary Sanchez... He's like the piece of clothing that you take to the Salvation Army. It's got a bunch of rips in it. It's kind of stained. You just wanted to, you didn't want to throw it away. So you're like, you know what? Let me just donate it. So they brought it to the, the Salvation Army, and even they were like, you know what? This just isn't good enough. We we can't put that. We can't give this to someone else. So they just threw it away in the back dumpster and told nobody about it. That's Gary Sanchez right now. Shut your He's mouth. not even good enough for the Salvation Army. But he plays for the Yankees. But he plays for the Yankees and has like 50 strikeouts and 100 at-bats. Well, I'm done talking about it. I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't even set anything. You really shouldn't have. Fuck. Whatever. <laughs> we got a little bit of time left. Let's go to... 
Let's see, what uh, what uh, what's left? There's a little bit of news here. So uh, we were talking about the San Francisco Giants yeah. uh, a minute ago. There was some news today. Um, they went uh, out and they signed Justin Smoke to a minor league deal. But uh, they decided they didn't want to have him in the minors. So they brought him up. And to make space to bring him up, they decided to end an era. They decided to cut ties with the poor, poor panda bear. He's very, very well known for his, uh, his, his impact. 2010, 2012, 2014. His impact. <laughs> his impact. Emphasis on the impact of the gut. Um, he's probably most known for swinging a bat and then breaking his belt buckle. Um, that's probably going to be his career highlight. But they decided they DFA'd him. So the era of Sandoval and the Giants is now over. But it was a good run, and then he, you know, went around, went to Boston, and then somewhere else, I think. Stunk yeah. it up. Yeah. But they DFA'd him, brought in Justin Smoke. I think Justin Smoke's going to do good in San Francisco. I don't know about that. Justin Smoke's pretty bad. Yes, he is. He's definitely bad. But, I mean, who knows? He might pull a Toronto when he was there in Toronto, when he was one Maybe. of the top home hitters of that year, I think. Because mm. uh, for a team right now, the Giants, they're just pulling these guys in that aren't, like, good. It's, and they're just being good. It's low-risk, high-reward. Not even high-reward. It's, like, medium-reward. Yeah. Like, they're getting great performances out of Donovan Solano. who's like, their best player right now. If Justin Smoke sucks, he's still better than Pablo Sandoval. So it doesn't yeah, matter. exactly. So I, I like that move for a team that's trying to compete. That's a, that's a little move that they made that could make a hell of an impact. Yeah, I could see it. Yeah, so I like it because Paulo Sandoval, he can't hit anymore. He can't field. He can't do anything. He can't anything. do anything. He's, he's Paulo Sandoval. He's a matter. DH for a team that can't have a DH. Well, on a normal season, yeah. obviously. But, uh, but yeah, it was a good move. Uh, there really wasn't any other, like, other than, like, Brock Holt, like, last week, that no big signings yeah. after the deadline and everything. Um, but nevertheless, it was an interesting week in baseball. Um, before we get out of here, uh, what you got any predictions? We we, we kind of slack on those sometimes, but come up with like a good prediction for this week. What do we got? I have more than a prediction. Oh boy, I have a prediction and a call to action, a PSA. Okay. For my New York Yankees. Okay. Before we get out of here, the New York Yankees are. Probably the greatest sports franchise in the history of the world. Correct? I think you'd put the Yankees. It's like the Boston Yankees. Celtics. Yeah, like Yankees, Lakers, Celtics, and then like soccer teams on a world scale. Yeah, Madrid and stuff like that. She ran, yeah. Yeah. They have 27 World Series wins, but they haven't won one since 2009. 2017, you were one game away. 2018, you get shit on by the Red Sox and the LDS. And then last year, you get shit on by the Astros. And so, you go out and you sign Garrett Cole. Now, this team, for what amount of talent they have, is probably the worst Yankees team I've ever seen in my goddamn life. This is absolute horseshit. 
and I sat through 2013 through 2016. And those were fucking awful. So all I ask is this one little thing from the Yankees. Is that if you're going to eat shit, at least do it in style. (laughs) Because you are the New York fucking Yankees. But you're complete dog shit. This team has never been under 500 in the last 27 years. But they're one game over 500 right now. Mm. And they're dog shit. You know what they say. Streaks are meant to be broken. You know what they say. When you're the New York Yankees and you're the, you've won the most World Series of all time. What? There's only one outcome allowed. Every year. There's only one outcome allowed, Mm -hmm. and that is to win a World Series and raise that fucking stupid goddamn trophy over your stupid fucking head. (laughs) There's only one outcome allowed, and this is my announcement to the Yankees, that there's only one outcome allowed. I don't care if you have to trot Mariano out there at 48 years old to pitch in the ninth. I don't care if Reggie Jackson has to play right field on a fucking wheelchair. I don't care if you have to fucking bring Casey Stengel back from the goddamn dead to fucking manage this dog shit team. There's only one outcome allowed. I don't care if you have fucking Chase Headley at third base instead of Miguel Andujar. There's only one outcome allowed. Or if fucking Andy Pettit has to pitch. Only one outcome allowed. So you fucking stupid assholes that are always hurt and always... Destroying my heart and making my hairline look like Mel Kuyper fucking Jr. Because you're so goddamn stressful. (laughs) There's only one outcome allowed. So how about you do this? You have like 23 games left. Let's just win fucking 23 in a row. Let's just do it. Just fucking do it. Because you're the New York Yankees and you're the best team in baseball. Supposed to be. So how about you go out there and win 23 games in a row. And... Win a goddamn World Series for the first time in 11 years, please. And that's my weekly prediction. The Yankees are going to go 7-0 this week. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't know how I can follow that. Um, You can't. That's a great prediction. I really can't follow that. Um, Jesus. Uh, I like that, by the way. That was great. Um, We should have more of that. um, I try my best. It came from the heart. I can tell. It came from the heart. Heartbroken man at the beginning of this episode. It hurts. My <laughs> heart hurts watching this team. I paid $35 just so I could watch the 60 Yankees games. That's the second worst purchase I've ever made in my life next to a Connor Cook signed autograph. Yeah, that that's pretty bad. I paid 60 bucks for that bullshit. Oh, that's that probably terrible. worth like $3 now. It's probably worth less. <laughs> yeah, probably worth less. Um... So my prediction this week, you know what? You did a call to action. This is my call to action. You know who it's for? It's for the Seattle Mariners. I thought it was going to be for you, Darvish. No. (laughs) It's for the Seattle Mariners. If it's going to happen, it's got to happen right now. The Seattle Mariners, they can get hot. They don't have any stars in that team. Their best pitcher is Marco Gonzalez. (laughs) All right? Their best hitter is Kyle Lewis, who's struggling. At the moment, he was hot, kind of slowing down right now. They suck. 
but they're 19 and 24. They're hanging in there. All they got to do, they got, let's see, what, what's the math on that? They got they have 16 games left? 17. 17 games left? Go no, the 19. fuck out there. 19? 19? 19? I don't. I don't know. Just fucking go. Fucking whatever. <laughs> I can't go do math. Go out there. This win is not 12. a math pod. Win 12 of the next 19, 17. Go out there and win some baseball games. Go prove everybody wrong. Everybody put you at the bottom. Who's to say you can't be in second place? The Astros aren't worth the shit. They're 22 and 22. They got one of the best rosters in baseball when they're healthy, but they're not doing shit right now. This, the door is wide open for the Seattle Mariners. They're only like three games not even behind the Astros right now. The Astros are hurt. The Mariners are, are healthy for the most part, but they just don't have a good roster. They can sneak up into second place. They can make the playoffs. The Mariners can go into the playoffs with a better seeding than the New York Yankees right now. They could do If they get second place, they got a better seeding than the Yankees. That's so sad. <laughs> Which I don't know how it would work out, but they might end up even playing the Yankees yeah. in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. This, this is where it needs to happen. The door is wide open. They just got to walk through it with their stupid asses. They can do it. They know they can do it. They just have to do it. Oh, God. Oh, fuck. We got a bit of an injury on I the pod here. fucking cramp. Just pulled a hammy sitting in a chair. Oh. All right. Um, back I... on track. Uh, the Mariners. The Mariners can do this. The I can't be composed right now. <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> Stretch it out, Tiger. God Jesus. Damn. My apologies to the podcast right now. No, they I wish it. you could see this. This is fucking hilarious. You just oh. pulled a hammy going down turn two. <laughs> but anyways, the Mariners, my prediction, they're going to be 7-0 this week. You said the Yankees are? So are the Mariners. The Mariners aren't going to lose. The Mariners are going to go on a tear. When I come back here next week with you alongside... Right now, they've won six of their last four. They're gonna. It's gonna say ten and zero in their last ten. Actually, wait, that wouldn't be possible because they're on a they're on a two game losing streak. It's gonna be win seven eight in a row. Two. They're gonna be eight and two. The Mariners are gonna win second place, and they're gonna make the playoffs. That's my next week and for the rest of the season. The Mariners are going to do it. They're gonna shock the world. The Seattle Mariners. You heard it here in foul territory. I'm hitting that one over left field. Guaranteed. Mariners are making the playoffs. Okay. Yep. I love your passion for the Mariners. <laughs> it came out of nowhere. Really you got did. me fired up to say something, so I had to come out with that. I think they're going to do it. You got so fired up about your Yankees. I'm going to get fired up about the Seattle Mariners. Listen, man. How do you not love them? They're garbage, but they're doing good. <laughs> you gotta love the underdog here. In a sixty-game sprint to the finals, you gotta you gotta love it. You gotta take the underdogs here. I'm not a big fan of the underdog when it comes to baseball. I'm a yeah, Yankees fan. Yeah, because you like the Yankees. That's okay. Whatever. That's okay. Fucking Cubs fan. Hey, shut. Yeah, how about you go another hundred eight years without winning a World you Series? You shut your whore mouth when you're talking to you me. Shut you understand? The fuck up. Whatever. All right. So, to wrap things up here. We'll be back next Thursday. Um, for those of you listening, tonight's the NFL kickoff. Go enjoy some football tonight. Go watch some baseball. Do what you do. Go eat some wings. Drink Go eat some, some beer. wings. Drink some beers. 
knocks him out. When we come back next Thursday, I'll probably be sad because the Yankees are still bad. And I'll probably be sad because the Mariners went and lost 6-7. to seven. Oh, he'll be so sad about the Mariners. <laughs> yeah. Oh, poor you yep. and your Mariners. Oh, yeah. Your Mariners. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next Thursday. Have a good one. Goodbye. See ya. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm